Hello beautiful being, welcome to Love to Light, a space for the unfolding of a sacred lifestyle for you and the future generations. By living your soul purpose with love and abundance, that your light shines brighter than ever before. In my podcasts, I invite you to ask yourself essential questions and I give you practical tools about how to create the sacred lifestyle for you and your family, connected to a deeper purpose to live and embody your fullest potential. Hello and good morning. This is a morning sequence. Um, and for this week I'm picking up a topic that has been brought to me uh, from various channels. It's quite a topic <laughs> that is so present in all of us and just nobody really dares to talk about it. So that even calls me more to pick up on it and to share my view, my personal experience and also my inspirations uh, how to work around this aspect and I'm gonna share about sexual desires and in this of not being feeling good enough um, in that topic of sexuality. And as I already said, I think um, sexuality is a huge topic um, for all of us in our personal life, in our partnerships, in our communities and also on a global scale. It is just that nobody really talks about it. It's like one of these taboo Uh, themes that nobody dares to talk about especially when it comes to your own personal desires it's even more difficult to either just talk about them to communicate about them to maybe reflect upon them how they were in the past and how it might have changed in today's life or today's reality which can also happen. Um, just a little thing from, from myself, I had a very different reality around sexuality and intimacy 10 years ago than I have today, and I can say I'm not super proud of it. So this is also a thing, like, I will come to that a little bit later, but shame and guilt are huge aspects connected to that topic. Um... What I want to start with is th that actually our sexual desires and the way we live sexuality is based upon the way we relate to our own body and how this image or this idea of sexuality was formed basically in our childhood and in our teenagehood. So how we related to our body at this time, what models we had, even our parents, how they were relating to each other on a physical and an intimate way. Um, 
what are our boundaries in this like how did we learn to honor our body and therefore also honor our own our own boundaries and therefore also what we feel attracted to um, I will not go too much into this aspect of attraction because I feel like this is an aspect on its own because it has a lot to do with the law of attraction and on what energetic level we are vibrating and this is also what we are attracting or in other words this is what we feel attracted to also on an intimate and then sexual level and this of course formed or forms the way we live our own sexuality and intimacy and also with others um, another aspect that i love to bring in most of the times in the podcast is the viewpoint of human design and i will just shortly pick up on it because i i find it super important to share that human design also tells a lot about your sexual desires or your sexual drive depending on what kind of type you are a generator for sure has a very different um, desire or relationship towards sexuality than a projector or maybe a reflector so that also has an impact on how we sense our sexuality within ourselves and also what energy we we radiate outside like towards the outside um also certain channels or uh, definitions um, will have an impact on the way we perceive our own sexuality and what energy it carries out or what we attract uh, on a sexual level and i think this is quite interesting um, especially also when you have it about relationships like to check your charts or to have a reading of your relationship because this is a very significant i want to say significant i don't want to say important a significant aspect in relationship sexual desires and sexuality in general so if you have clarity around it on a, on an energetic level it helps a lot to yeah to just be clear and honest and also vulnerable in that aspect within your relationship so our reality of sex or sexual drive is mostly formed by the information we received as young adults so and this is an aspect that i i find i don't want to say tricky but it is something that we really need to be aware of and pay attention to because in my personal and i want to say it very clearly in my personal point of view the picture and the informations that we received as young adults in most cases were quite toxic destructive and very disrespectful almost pornographic ideas or images of 
the reality of sexual sexuality or sexual desires or how sexuality and intimacy could or even should be lived at least in my case it was that way because i didn't had parents that necessarily talked to me about how to live intimacy and sexuality i never really learned as a teenager to take care of my body and to explore myself first and my own desires and what feels good to kind of sketch an outline of what are my boundaries what feels safe what feels pleasurable so all i had was basically the information that i received from the outside which is movies pornos video uh like music videos and that was like in the 19s and 2000s and that was very on the edge of toxicity and even pornographic uh images that i received what i heard i i also have to say i was like well, quite early i was very curious um and i had this image that i needed to fulfill that picture to be good enough to be desired to fit in so i can say growing up i really did a lot of things that went far beyond my personal boundaries and i didn't realize that at this point i didn't even see it that way but when i look back to it i can honestly say i wished someone would have like p- took me by the hand and and just shared with me what sexuality and intimacy is really about and how sacred it actually is and how deep it goes and what it means for our bodies and our souls and our hearts especially for women So I think this is also one of the reasons why I really feel called to share this in a podcast because I definitely had an experience that I wished for it would have been different. Not realizing or seeing it this way at all at this time, but looking back, you know. So and if I'm honest, what I feel and sense and see, I'm definitely not the only person in the world. that had a experience like this that feels like this that looks back on their lives in that sense i believe there are a lot of men and women struggling with the same issue and this is where the aspect of guilt and shame comes in again because we might have done things that we feel shameful for that we wish that would have not happened or that we let ourselves be pushed into a direction and then i'm not even talking about abuse i just want to name it here but abuse is a huge aspect and like probably more than one podcast by itself to talk about the aspect of sexual abuse and what this actually means for a person and the rest of their life and the way they relate to their body and intimacy and sexuality 
But even if you have not experienced abuse in such a way, the sensation of guilt and shame is very often present to feel shameful about your body in a certain way to i see that myself from my own past as well as from what i have seen and heard from other women that you feel so easily guilty if something doesn't go well if in the past when i was younger there wasn't an orgasm i easily felt guilty that i could not provide an orgasm to my partner or the man that i had a sexual encounter with so those are all aspects um that play an important role like from starting with what image do i have to how i live it in reality and what effect it has on me um yes i think this is like one part that i really wanted to share i hope that you can resonate with it in a certain way you might even feel the same and to just let you know that we are all in the same boat and it is our own decision if we want to do something with it if we want to up level transform it into a self empowered way of relating to our own bodies and relating to sexuality and to our partners i sometimes feel like this process can be easier if you don't have a life partner or you're living in like a family relationship you know where things are quite set because if you have you know if you're married or you have children and family and you know you want to be and stay there then this process has to go um has to happen on a mutual level so um at least in my experience it was much easier for me to first do that inner and personal process of relating to myself and then going outside and starting to create a new paradigm of sacred sexuality that's what i would like to call it um with a partner and it needs a lot of help and support if you are wanting to transform that with your recent partner because there are so many patterns that are alive that needs to be need to be looked at it's definitely possible so what i would like to do or would like to share is um just a few inspirations of the steps that you could take to create a new reality around this topic and i think one of the most important things is that we first have to go back to our teenagehood and our adolescent memories and look at what picture we have created for ourselves or has been created from the information that we received what picture did we had about our own body um and is this picture still accurate like do we still want to live that do you did you look at your body and you can literally do that you can take a mirror and stand in front of the mirror 
naked and just look at your body and see can you embrace what you see do you love what you see do you feel safe and secure looking at your own body and if there are parts of your body that you dislike or even don't want to look at to start to connect with these aspects and and to even nourish and take care of them even more you know um and i'm saying already here especially for women that are really struggling with their own body image i am here and present to support you in this process of learning and moving through that process of really starting to love your whole body and seeing the beauty in it no matter how imperfect it might look um, i think this is the most important and the deepest process that you can and need to do to also heal um, the aspect of sexuality and this is actually already the second aspect that i wanted to point out is to really take that time to start to connect with your body in a loving and respectful way and here to really first do that with yourself so not have someone else love you and tell you how beautiful you are but to do that with and for yourself to really learn to love your body to explore your desires what um what do you love like how do you like to be touched what do you enjoy and what you don't enjoy i can so much recommend this because only if we know ourselves what feels good to us we can live that in relationship and we can feel and open and if there is a lot of numbness if there is a not knowing to really search for support um, there are a lot of like sex workers or mentors i also offer myself because i have been through that process and um, there are many tools that you can use to come back to sensuality and sensitivity um, also like really connected to your intimate zones like your breast and your yoni your vagina and to really take that time to really be in love with yourself and be intimate and sexual with yourself it's such a pleasure it's so beautiful it can be so revealing and freeing and just opening And from there to really really take your time to connect with someone else. This is one of the things that I um, can bring in as a reflection for myself. I know not everyone is that case, but I was quite fast. I was so curious and so quick and I didn't take the time to first in in my past 
when I had a deeper transformation about how to relate to myself and my own body, that was like one of the first things to really take time to encounter another man and to not have a sexual encounter immediately, but to really, really, really take time for it, maybe even weeks or months to communicate about it, to just talk about what are my sexual desires, what do I need to feel safe and held to be able to open. And from there, step by step, move into a sacred encounter. Um, and this needs a lot of communication. And this is actually where I can close with start like bringing like making the loop round what I said in the very beginning that it is so challenging for us to talk about our own sexual desires and as a closing I really really want to support you encourage you to find that vulnerability to find that courage to talk about these aspects to talk about what you desire and what not and not, you don't need to do it in a restrictive way of like, I don't like this and I don't want this. And please, like not even saying please, but like do this and don't this. But more in a loving and connecting way of like, I truly feel good when you do this and that. And I don't feel comfortable when this and that happens. So it's also the way of communication. I would love to share as a closing that this topic is really dear to me and I went through a very deep transformation myself the end of my 20s. Basically, the initiation into motherhood was a profound experience for me to really also transform the relationship towards myself and my own body and therefore also my intimacy and my sexuality so if you feel like that there is something laying there for you that you would like to receive support in that you would like to receive a caring embracing and loving oh, warm hand that walks along with you then feel free to contact me and I would love to be that person for you. So, yeah, maybe today you will find a moment to just be intimate with yourself. And I don't mean to be sexual with yourself, but just to have that self-care moment where you might just caress yourself or to just sit somewhere or to just be in nature and to really feel intimate and deep and connecting with your body with your desires so i wish you a beautiful day with that and i talk to you soon bye bye